What is up, everybody? This is Chris, and welcome to Lost in Comics, where we help you get lost on your comic journeys. Welcome to the weekly top three comics to read this new comic week. This is the video where I read my stack of comic books, and I tell you which three comics were my favorite reads of the week, which ones resonated with me, which ones made me feel something inside, gave me the comic tingles and feels. I am also going to tell you about other comics that I enjoyed this week. I will rank my top three on a five jabroni scale with five being the very best. I hope that you are having a great week. I hope that you picked everything up at your local comic shop that you wanted to. I also hope that this video will make you make some good choices and decisions on books that you may want to read that you're not currently reading. With that said, let's get started with... Three. Indigo Children, issue number four from Image Comics. We've got Kurt Pierres on writing and Rockwell White on writing, Alex Diotto on art, D. Cuniff on colors, and Hassan Atzmain Alhau on letters. Through each issue of this book, we have been on a journey to find each of the Indigo Children who were taken from their previous lives, memories wiped clean and separated across the globe. It wasn't until a reporter who had a connection with one of the children years ago began his quest to know more about these kids that our story really began to take off. So not only are we taking this journey with this group of kids in this comic book as they find one another, but other layers of the story are unraveling with each issue. Someone hid these kids once upon a time and wiped their memories clean. Those someones do not want these kids to be found, and they do not want them to be rediscovered for them to find out who they really are. The villains in this story are slowly being fleshed out, which leaves enough mystery and intrigue to keep you salivating for the next issue. I have been a huge fan of this series since issue number one that went on to a third printing, by the way, and this series is no stranger to the top three. Each of the first four issues has been a frequent flyer on this video. So what I'm saying is, Go read Indigo Children. It is very good. We had a great conversation with Kurt Pierres on the show. Check that out right here. I always forget which side that's on. Kurt Pierre's interview we did with him a few months ago. Very good stuff. Go check it out. Read the comic Indigo Children. I will tell you, you will not regret it. And this comic is getting a... You know, huh? I absolutely love that book. Four. A 4.15. A 4.15, which takes us to... Two. World Tree, issue number three from Image Comics. We've got James Tynion on the fourth on writing, Fernando Blanco on art, Jordi Belair on those beautiful colors, and Aditya Bidikar on letters. The Undernet is a dark, strange sub-basement of cyberspace. When Gabriel Winter, a now tech millionaire, was 18 years old back in 1999, he and his friends discovered a way to seal off the Undernet from the world. These friends knew if the Undernet was ever Ever to be released into the world, it could be the end of civilization and everything as we know it. Well, it's looking like the Undernet has been rediscovered and unleashed once again. Gabriel and his friends will try to save the world from this chaos, but it's 2024, and with the expanse of tech since 1999, the challenge is almost insurmountable. I mean, how far has technology gone since 1999? Consider that. This book is a trip, it's a thrill ride, a roller coaster. 
of being fed info, uh, what this world is, but then suddenly hitting you with these big moments that keep you invested and coming back for more. And it's funny, as seasoned as Tinyan is, I feel he's continued to learn and evolve as a creator. He's giving room for the art to breathe at the perfect moments, and we are rewarded with high-octane pacing in this comic book. Tinyan had three books released yesterday to comic shops. One of them was bound to make the top three, and this is the one for me. I like this series a lot, and it is getting a... You know, huh? I absolutely love that book. Four. A four and a quarter. A 4.25 for number two. And this week's pick of the week is a book that has never been a pick of the week on this channel as of yet. And I'm about to tell you what that is, but if you may... If you're enjoying this weekly top three that is available for you for free every single week, please hit that like button. That really helps us out around here. If you haven't been here before and you stumbled onto the channel, thank you very much. Hit that subscribe button. Join the Lost in Comics family. We are a comic-loving YouTube channel. We love the comics. We love the characters, the stories, the creators that make comics great. Turn those bells on so that you don't miss any content and you get notified every time we release something here at Lost in Comics. Now, reminder, tonight, June the 29th, we are going live for an end-of-the-month live show. The Pouch and I will be giving our analysis of Heroes Con 2023, which we attended almost a couple of weeks ago already. And we're also going to be sharing our opinions of the Flash movie and going some of and going over some of our favorite comics from the month of June. Do not miss it tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Now it's that time for the... It's the pick of the week. The pick of the week. Pick of the week. And this week's pick of the week is... The Seasons Have Teeth, issue number three from Boom Studios. We've got Dan Waters on writing, art by Sebastian Cabral, Dan Jackson on colors, and letters by Nate Picos of Blambot. Our main character, Andrew Bates, is on a mission to capture the best photograph of each season of the year. That's right, in this story, the seasons are literal monsters, each with their unique atrocities dependent on the season of the year. Issue 3 is Autumn, and Andrew is the only one stupid enough, or brave enough, just however you want to look at that, to get close to the Autumn monster. But he really has nothing to lose. After the loss of the love of his life, Andrew is laying it all on the line to become the best that he has ever been. He's lived a life full of regrets and bad choices, but his deepest regrets involve the loss of his wife. And as he explores those feelings on this suicide mission, Andrew is learning more about who he is than maybe ever before in his entire life. This story has just been flying under the radar for so many people, but the emotional beats of this book continue to be drummed up at a higher frequency as each issue progresses. I was recently DMing Fire Guy Ryan, and I was telling him how much of a sucker I am for an emotional story that really cuts at the heart of who we are as human beings. Uh, feeling something in comics is something that I chase quite often, and this book will make you feel something. I can't say enough about the pairing of art and colors in this book. As the seasons change, you see the palettes change and the colors change, and it's just a breathtaking feel in the pages of the book. 
fans of Traveling to Mars, Ice Cream Man, I do believe that you will enjoy this comic. And this week's Pick of the Week is getting a... You know, huh? I absolutely love that book. Four. A four... A 4.45, an excellent pick of the week. Now let's talk about some runner-ups this week, starting with Local Man issue number five from Image Comics. We've got Tim Seeley and Tony Fleeks on writing, art, and letters, colors by Brad Simpson and Felipe Sobrero. This book is a love letter to the original Image Comics. There's even dialogue in this book that pays homage to those Image books. In one of the lines of dialogue in this book, there's a line of dialogue that says something like, I'm a young blood, a wild cat, a hellspawn, not some fake-ass third gen. Keep that in proper context if you're reading the comic, but how good is that? The story itself is paying homage in the dialogue of the book. Uh, And the story itself follows a superhero that was fired from his superhero team, and as he's returned to his hometown, has begun a journey of self-discovery, a midlife crisis, if you will, that is leading him to understand just how selfish he's been as a superhero and as a human being. This is such a great comic and continues to be one of the most unique superhero comics on shelves right now. Next up, TMNT, The Last Ronin, The Lost Years, issue number four. This one is from IDW. We've got Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz on writing, Cy Gallant and Ben Bishop on art, colors by Luis Antonio Delgado, and letters by Sean Lee. This book is doing such a great job of revealing The Last Ronin's journey into The Last Ronin comic, as well as building on The Last Ronin comic with new turtles that will be presented in the future. Um, these are the lost years of that turtle who, I know it's been a while, but I'm not going to spoil it and tell you who that turtle is, but he eventually becomes the last Ronin, and his journey is filled with loss, violence, and maturity. I'm such a fan of what this team has done with the last Ronin series, and I am loving this. Next up, we've got Red Room, Crypto Killers number two, Fantagraphics, Ed Pascore doing it all on this comic. I told y'all I'm a sucker for comics that make me feel something. This is one of those books that makes me feel terrified, and it's very gory, very brutal, and it actually, I found myself in this issue, like my stomach was actually hurting, I felt upset. Why do I torture myself with it? I'm telling you, there's something, I just, I want to feel something in comics. I don't know, this book is a guilty pleasure, but I also can't get enough of it. It is not for everybody. It's dark, it's gory. It's crazy. It is a crazy comic book, but it is very well written and crazy art. Uh, If you are into that thing, check it out. It's good stuff. Now, some shout-outs to get to. Books that were excellent that deserve their readership. Both Philip Kennedy Johnson titles this week were impressive. Action Comics 1056 continues to deliver some of the best Superman comics of this generation, and also 007 that he's writing for King and Country has been one of the biggest surprise comic books for me. I never thought I'd be so invested in a 007 comic. This is a spy thriller that diehard and casual James Bond fans can enjoy. And I have to shout out two big two comics that really showed out this week. 
Detective Comics 1073 was my favorite issue of the Rom V run so far. And truth be told, I've been of the opinion that the series has meandered around in an attempt to build a mythology that could have been laid out in a couple of issues, in my opinion. But issue 1073 really pays off. Best issue of the of the Rom V run so far. I hope it continues this trend. I love when Detective and Batman are great comics, and this one was a good one. The other book is ASM issue number 28. What the heck, Marvel? This book is bipolar. Hot and cold, up and down. You're in, then you're out. You're up, then you're down. But this issue was up. This felt like a Spider-Man comic with cool characters, action, adventure, Doc Ock being a force to be reckoned with, and Peter, J. Jonah Jameson, and Norman Osborn with the unlikely team-up. Um, this type of story is what I want from a Spidey comic. It's just great comics, and I really hope that we get more of this. Detective Comics, ASM, shout out, great issues from a what has been kind of a disappointing run from those, uh, those writers at this time. I hope it just gets better from here. So many books to choose from this week. What did you like the most? What are you reading right now? Tell me in the comments below. I love reading your comments. Thank you for hanging out with me for the top three this week. Have a great rest of your week. And as always, stay lost in comics. I will see y'all soon.